Hello, welcome to the Words and Short podcast. My name is Jake Nathan. And his name's Jake Nathan. Um, we are Words and Short along with our third member. Aaron Shrimpton. Aaron Shrimpton, the hair model, which is known. In the double A R O N S to the H R I M P T O N. Director extraordinaire. Aaron Shrimpton. Aaron Shrimpton. He had the idea for this podcast. He did. He had the idea that he wouldn't be on it. New Waverley Studios. New Waverley Studios. Aaron's the wizard behind the curtain in that film. Yeah, he's really called a wizard. More often a pervert. The pervert behind the curtain yeah. in the other film. No, that was a different film. Yeah. Google it. Google the pervert behind the curtain. <laughs> and you'll see a picture of Aaron. Behind a curtain. Behind a curtain. Yeah. And you'll see a bit of Aaron. Perverting around. Just being, yeah. Yeah. Just being a pervert. Yeah. Yeah, but basically Aaron's just a really talented guy. Yeah. Um, had this idea for the podcast and that Jake and I were far more masterful with our words... A, a much bigger presence, um, kind of quite commanding and authoritative in our yeah. in our tone and our manner. Yeah, better looking for sure, which is an important thing. On the podcast. Well, it, well, the thing is, it takes two people to be better looking than Aaron. Yeah, which probably says That's how together. handsome he is. Yeah, so we've had to sellotape ourselves, our heads together, yeah. just to be handsomer than him. Yeah, some people say that it is the opposite effect, but I don't see where they're coming from. I don't. Well, I can't because I've got these sellotape around my head. <laughs> it's, it's really <laughs> difficult to see anything at the minute. Yeah, I, just let, I left our mouths open. Yeah, so we can podcast, we can talk, breathe, and kiss, but yeah, can't not, do much else. We're not idiots. No. Um, the other voice you hear is seventy-six. He's a he's a comedian, so uh, he didn't introduce himself in the beginning, but he is seventy-six. S-V-N-T-Y-6. Yeah, don't put any vowels in there. He fell out with vowels. I did actually think about two weeks ago of rebranding myself as just the numbers 76. Because mm. it's far fucking simpler. It is, yeah. if, if you want to search 76 beats or 76 spoken on Instagram, to the layman, to the normal human, you'll do 7, 6, yeah. spoken. But like a, like a bell, because I like how it looks... I've got SVNTY6. Yeah, you spell it out and you've not even spelled it correctly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I'm still largely undiscovered. Yeah. Because the four people that have tried to look for me in the last six years haven't been able to. Yeah. Maybe you can start putting just like 76 numbers in brackets afterwards. Yeah, I think I might. I, I was actually going to go through and rebrand all of my album artwork and all of my socials and just change myself to 76 spoken, 76 beats. But I couldn't be bothered. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of work. Yes. Yeah. Well, I've already rebranded myself once. I did have a previous name. We talked about it. We didn't know on the podcast. No. We talked about it recently. So I had a previous name up until about eight or nine years ago, and I just didn't like it. So I changed to... I wrote a load of ideas down, ended up with 76. Obviously, I should have just thought a bit more <laughs> after I come up with that one. I like and then 76. rebranded myself... Um, it took a while. Yeah, I think I think stick with seventy six. Yeah, go through and change everything. Yeah, they just bring too in far the numbers in. as well. Yeah, start I using them in different places. Yeah, well, I, I trust the advice that you've given me in the past. I'll trust this as well. Yeah, I've never steered you wrong. No, you haven't. I like the way you steer me. Um, yeah, I've done a lot of work on my steering. Yeah, I'm next gentle, level steering. Gentle but firm. Yeah, it's because it, both hands on. Yeah, at ten to two. Tentative, yeah. always tentative. Always tentative. It's my favourite time to be steered by you. Yeah, you don't want to go six to midnight, that would be weird. Oh God, no. 
So this week's episode, uh, it's been a few weeks since the Word in Chalk event. Um, again, just a little thank you to everyone that came. Thank you to the performers. It was yeah. smashing. It was brilliant. Uh, I'm sure we'll work on some more. But we're going to be, Jake and I, and in the, the pervert behind the curtain, Aaron, which is his new title, um, we'll be just working on more and more content to give to you guys. And also we'd love to get some guests on this show. We want to showcase other poets. This isn't about us, really. This is a platform for us to share people that inspire us and, and, and creativity. Yeah. And, and, yeah, the, we're putting on these shows. We've done we just done our, our first one, and we're looking forward to the second one. Um, and if you want to check out some of the stuff that happened there, follow us on Instagram, words.in.chalk. Um, you'll see some videos and photos from the event. Um, they've all been going up. And you'll find out when our next one's going to be as well, and more about the podcast. So there's going to be a lot of information on there if you're enjoying this. Follow us. If you like spoken word, go and check out the videos. And if you like the videos, follow us. And uh, you'll hear about what we're going to do next. I just want to put a caveat in. Words dot in dot chalk wasn't my first uh, choice. But some absolute opportunist had already got <laughs> words in chalk. Yeah. So I was a bit miffed. And they're still not posted. And they still haven't posted. No. Yeah. So selfish. unbelievable. Very selfish. But I don't know, maybe the, the dots are like two little eyes. Yeah. Like we're, we're looking, we're observational. They represent, you know, what we what we see. And then we convert that into words, which you then uh, write on walls with chalk, like in urban areas. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. That's a reason. That's a good reason. So this, this week's episode is... Jake and I are going to bumble, stumble, rough and tumble our way through multisyllabic rhymes. Yes. It's a... Uh... A huge part of hip hop. Every I think every hip hop fan recognises a multi and enjoys a multi when they see it, which is what we call it in the game. Um, but essentially, multi-syllabic rhyming is um, is rhyming more than one syllable. It's pretty straightforward. You you hear in you hear simplistic rhymes, nursery rhymes and stuff, but they rhyme the last word of of a line. Um, with multi-syllabic rhyming, you're going to rhyme multiple syllables. It can be a longer word. It can be two or three words. Um, and yeah, it's it's a a sort of mark of quality in hip hop to be a good multi-syllabic rhymer. Uh, and in spoken word as well, it's a big thing. Um, we we all try and write them. We enjoy them. We uh, we all aim for them. Um, and often when you listen to spoken word, you'll hear, you're going to judge people on... If you hear a good multisyllabic rhyme, you're, you're in and you're like, OK, this person's good. Particularly when it's, it feels very easy. I think so, it definitely opens up a lot more creativity in what you're doing. I mean, it's, it's difficult to rhyme. Yeah. Or at least rhyme well or write... Um, a cohesive four lines that have a theme yeah. and rhyme and I guess the next level on top of that is when you start you take a word with four syllables and you can you can rhyme two words with that four words with that another four syllable word with that yeah yeah for sure there's a a, a poet from Canterbury uh, and it's Catalina Rebus Pierce um, I can't remember what she is on Instagram what can you rhyme with her name? Because there's many syllables. 
it's going to take too long. It's not yeah. going to make a good podcast. I've, I've, got, I've got 10 or 11 rhymes at the minute. Yeah, I know you have. Yeah, we'll go into them another for, time. For normal people like me. Yeah, maybe we'll think about it in the background and yeah. just drop it at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so I often find that when I have an idea for a rhyme, often the first or first or second line will have a multisyllabic because it's my favourite. Yeah. And I think when I'm... I actually think more about the rhyme than the content and then the content looks after itself. Yeah. Because I want there to be a really nice flow and cadence and um, I just want to sound so like self-indulgent but intelligence to what I write yeah which is why I like the multi-syllabic rhymes yeah and I can I completely I think that is a hip-hop thing like hip particularly early hip-hop it was a lot about showing off and being like look how clever I am I can look at these words and the way that I rhyme them so I don't think it's uh, a negative to say that you want it to sound intelligent we all want to sound intelligent we're ultimately writing it, writing stuff down that we hope other people like to enjoy. So we're all we're all trying to sound clever. So I just looked on Wikipedia. Yep. And I wanted to break down what they call or what they define as a multisyllabic rhyme. In rapping and poetry, a multisyllabic rhyme, also known as a compound rhyme or a polysyllable rhyme. Um, and sometimes, colloquially in hip hop, they're called multis. As I referenced earlier, on, uh, I'm in. I'm you in are in. Um, contain two or more syllables. An example is, I've got bad taste. It gives me mad haste. Which doesn't make sense, but it is no, a multi-slavic rhyme. But it's just a very basic version of a multi-slavic rhyme. There's some. An example would be Corgi Rap, who rhymes. Random luck, vans and trucks, and he's a handsome fuck. There you go. That is that's essentially what it is. There you go. And uh, we all get a little nerdgasm when you hear we hear <laughs> nerdgasm. Yes, 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 yes. All, all us nerdy word boys, mate. Love that word nerds. We but some, I think some of my favourite rappers are probably the biggest multisyllabicers, which I've just made that up. I like but it, I think though. it's really it great. But that's, you can do that in words. You can create new words. Yeah, Shakespeare did a few. He did a few. Um, and so did Soccer M with the bounce back ability, which is now in the dictionary. Yeah. Yeah, so two, dic- two dictionary words added all the time. There you go. Selfie. That didn't used to be a word. Of course, no, it didn't. Yeah, you're right, yeah. yeah. Go. Go. Homer Simpson. Is that in the dictionary? That's in the dictionary. That's weird, because that's an exclam- exclamation rather It is, than yeah. Word. Annoyed grunt, I think, is yeah. what it's called in the, in the script. Yeah, I don't think I'd class out the yeah. word. Not to start beef with the dictionary, but I'm, I'm against him on that one. So some of my favourite rappers with multi-syllabics are... i say my number one would be Master Ace. Yeah, you've mentioned him before. Yeah, I love the way that Ace rhymes. He's got the same flow on every song. The last two words of every line rhyme with the next two words of the next line. Yet he is a master storyteller. Yeah. Um, and he's absolutely fantastic. MF Doom would be another of mine. Absolutely, yeah. He's just next level. Uh, Ghostface. Oh, yeah. I was listening earlier on to some Willis Hang in preparation for this. Yeah. Ghostface and Ray as well. Yep. Uh, next level. Story Storytellers and... 
Like I think I think the skill of, of great rappers are the ones who have all the technical skills. Mm. Like we're talking about Maltese Levitt Rhino, but they're telling stories as well. So you don't have to understand any of the technical stuff to appreciate them. You can understand, you can take them as just excellent storytellers. Yeah. And then you break it down and like there's like six different levels to this. Every single layer is like a different thing that they're doing. They're just masters of their craft. Yeah. And uh, I just I was just flicking through my phone at some of my raps to look for a, a multi-syllabic rhyme. Wait, what have you found? I've got one um, from a track that I wrote a couple of years ago. I remember, I remember writing this line. I just wanted a line of Anderson Silver in it because he's one of my favourite MMA fighters. So I came with, came up with, uh, I'm frightening like ice picks, manhandling, kill ya, slip punches, throw front kicks like Anderson Silver. Nice. It's pretty good. There's a couple yeah. of rhymes in there. Yeah. But I like, uh, I don't know if there's a word for it outside of multi-syllabic rhymes, but I like when you can rhyme a whole famous person's name mm-hmm. with with words. So I was, I was, um, I sang outside a poetry event once with uh, Sven Steers. And big up Sven. Big up Sven, um, friend, friend of the podcast. <laughs> he and, is. Um, Sven Steers and um, Kieran Brasser-Hines. And we were talking, Kieran's a, bit, a great poet as well. He's the Essex uh, Slam poetry champion at the moment. Not Essex, Kent. Um, we were talking, Sven is doing his master's at Canterbury uh, University, or University of Kent. Um, and he was uh, managing their, their uni slam poetry team. And he's, he wanted to get people to come in and, and work with the, the younger poets that he's got on his team. Um, and I jokingly volunteered as one of the experts to come in and talk to them and he, and he said no I want you to come in and talk to them about feminine rhyme you use feminine rhyme all the time and uh, I'd like I'd like you to talk about that and I said yeah absolutely I can come in and do that um, what's feminine rhyme and it turns out the feminine rhyme is when you rhyme if it's a two syllable word you rhyme both of those syllables so um, the first example that came into my head is not I don't know if it still counts as feminine rhyme, but bucket and fuck it. Okay. Rhyme. So you're rhyming two syllables in the same word with another two syllables. That's feminine rhyme. Oh, interesting. Okay, I didn't know that. I might have got that wrong. Um, but I did look at it from Wikipedia earlier, and I feel like that is um, the explanation of it. So I think a lot of us, like hip-hop fans, particularly people that are writing, are using a lot of techniques that we just know through sound um, and how they, how they sound that we don't actually know the technical terms of them. So if you've been writing, you might have already done multi-syllabic rhymes and not realised. Yeah. Because I certainly use a lot of techniques that I didn't know had work, had names for them. I just copied them off rappers. Have you found any on your phone? Yeah, I'm just looking through now because I, I know that I use them a lot. The, ne- the next line after the Anderson Silver, Anderson Silver line is, uh, look, I'm standardly iller. Because when I stand and deliver, I rip chunks out your liver with just my cadence alone. Nice. Got some internal rhymes and some autosyllabic rhymes in there as well. Nice. So I've got one. I, I, I wrote a, a piece about tea. Yes, I, I know. I know. I love this piece. Called Hot Beige Dreams. And again, I like a juxtaposition. So it's a it's a piece about tea. Yeah. And tea's like quintessentially quintessentially British. And yes. um, people generally relax when they're drinking it. China cups. We just had a nice cup of tea. Out. We did have a nice cup of tea. Thank you, Dovesy Design. Um, 
So I went straight in with as hip hop as I could. My opening line is I put the motherfucking tea into poetry. So that's how I go into it. Um, get them leaves, India. I get windier. Boiling over and steaming, cream and milk for the other one. Polly pour my brother's one. Yeah, so there's multi-slogan rhymes in there, but there's, there's lots of stuff in there. Yeah. That's very technical. Even the next one is, uh, get, uh, got hot gums, get your stammer on, strong enough to float a spanner on. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Yeah, I think what we realise then basically is multi-slogan rhymes are, are just like erections for people who like words. <laughs> they are. I was going to say they're God, God-tier, God-tier rhymes. They are, yeah. It's a biography for people who, who like words. Leave some comments below what your favourite Arabic <laughs> rhymes are. Um, we, I, I said to you earlier about a video that I like, a box video, where they break down um, different rappers and, and multi-syllabic rhymes, which is very interesting. I, I'd recommend you, you watch it. It's on YouTube. If you just search for um, box and rhyme, I think you'll probably get it. Um, they, they break down different rappers. They talk about... Um, MF Doom, Andre 3000, Notorious B.I.G, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, like top top level rappers. But the first time I watched that um, that video was in lockdown, and I was working with someone on some music, um, and I sent him this this rap that I wrote afterwards, um, which was from like watching this this video on, on expert rappers, different rhyming patterns and different or different tools that they use, and I was like, I need to write something like that. So this is like my best attempt at being a great rapper, I guess. So it's internally screaming, I'm feeling me as a demon to tear and eat and my feelings destroy and leave me with reasons to fire flames at these heathens and lead a murderous legion to rhythm smaller than pieces led in a river of weakness. I stand undefeated, a masterpiece of my species. I've never questioned or treated as any less than a genius. My weapon is seamless, as sharp like blades in a sheath. is uncold like ice in your freezes. My bars have never been heatless. So there's like internal rhymes there multi-syllabic rhymes and uh, it actually started out being about road rage nice it's like a very eloquent and wordy way to talk about how angry I felt and someone coming up in traffic well I think the energy and the speed at which that's delivered lends itself perfectly to all of those like rhyme schemes especially yeah. multi-syllabic because you can get as many words and I think your lips and your tongue can flow and yeah. flap yeah. through I think the trick with multi-syllabic rhymes is writing some because you can write them, but if you can write one that's, that's easy to say and flow into another rhyme as well, that's when you start. That's when you start getting something that's really, really working and think, like sounds like proper. I think Eminem would be a good example of a multi-syllabic rhymer. Yeah, we, the video we watched earlier, they broke down. Um, oh, what's the Lose yourself. Well, lose yourself. And uh, yeah, his I never really noticed. Like, you lose yourself. Obviously, it's a song we all enjoyed when it came out. It won mm. the Oscar. Um, but they broke down like the, all the different rhyme schemes that he had in, had in that first verse. And I think he's working. He was working with like uh, six or seven rhyme schemes in eight Christ, parts. Christ, yeah. Like in, internal and, rhymes. Yeah. Inter- yeah, internal rhymes. Yeah, internal rhymes are rhymes with that are not at the end of the line. They were like in the middle of the rhyme. In the middle of the line, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, we were told to be able to explain what we were talking about because <laughs> we'll just go off with like technical terms. 
were just having dinner with Mrs. 76. And yeah. She, she told herself and told us to explain more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the, the lack of research that's gone into this episode. <laughs> but again, it, it, it's good as an audience. It's good for an audience to go on the journey with the performer, I think. Yeah. And one of the performance tips I was I learned um, through just reading about performance and watching videos and stuff is um, never like intimidate or assume that you're more intelligent than your audience. Yeah. Like your audience is super smart, and we wouldn't have done research because this isn't a, a preach and teach episode. No. It's just two word nerds talking about what they enjoy. Yeah, just what, what excites us and what we love. Yeah. It's it's funny, I could I could recite I don't know how many hip hop songs off the top of my head. Yeah. Yet we're sitting here talking about multisyllabic rhymes. I can't think of a single fucking one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's much easier to like to pick out a, a, a hook or something, isn't it, than a to a multisyllabic rhyme because it's yeah. just it's much more like complicated to remember. As, uh, there was one I, was, I saw as an example earlier when I was just having like, a quick Google about naughty Slavic rhymes, and I can't feel like I'm moving quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, so one example would be like Master Ace, who we've already mentioned. Um, his track with Diamond D, who is arguably the best producer ever to pick up the mic, um, produced this for him uh, on one of his albums. And the first four lines, um, your, your rap career's headed south like route one to nine. You're an artist, but you only got one design. That's a name you can underline. It's dark underground, but I don't wait for the sun to shine. Which I think is great, because it's quite braggadocious. He's setting himself ahead of the rest. He goes one to nine, one design, underline, sun to shine but even that last line that it's dark underground but I don't wait for the sun to shine it's just a fucking quote yeah then what I really love this isn't necessarily multi-syllabic but the next line is every rapper on their summer grind summer deaf summer dumb summer blind That's so I like that he plays on the word summer yeah with some R which yeah. is which is I love just it. yeah I love playful rhymes when you just like you, you can feel that they're having fun here yeah. Who were we were talking about the other day, um, Life Professor. Yeah. I was listening to him. Um, and I, we were just texting back and forth about it. And I was just like, he makes me want to write because I can feel how much fun he, he's having writing these, these rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. Life yeah, you, you, again, you connect the emotion with the authenticity, yeah. right? A bit like MF Doom, you can tell that he definitely has a lot of fun. Yeah, I was, just looking, I was just looking at an MF Doom lyric here, and uh, I picked it up because it mentions wrestling, and I love wrestling. Um, but looky here, just the way the cookie, the cookie tear prepares to get hurt and mangled like Kurt Angle, rookie year. And like, obviously, cookie tear, rookie year are the, are the multi-syllabic there. But MF Doom's a great one if you want to like explore technical rapping. If you, you can look at so many different artists on YouTube just absolutely raving about MF Doom. There's, there's um, a video with Tyler the Creator and on Sweatshirt where they're talking about MF Doom and they just are absolutely obsessed with him. 
And actually, I was on a dating site once. I was talking to this to this girl, and I thought we were having a nice conversation. And we started talking about hip hop, and she said to me, "Oh, what's your favourite MF Doom lyric?" And I, I was thinking, and I thought, and I said, "Oh, that's a hard question to give myself some time." And she replied, "No, it's not. Why are you pretending to be something you're not?" And blocked me. Wow. Because she uh, she expected. She, she said something about my pictures. I think she thought I was catfishing, which is weird because I'm not that good looking. But she like, yeah, because I didn't have an immediate MF Doom lyrics to give her. She decided that was the test. If you can't just name it off the top of your head. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Wow. And if you have a little look at the uh, the picture that comes with the podcast on the one on the right, and you can see no one would use my picture to catfish anybody. You're a handsome motherfucker. I'm not catfish handsome. I don't know what that means. You know, don't know what catfish means? I know what catfish, catfish means, yeah. but... You use really good looking people, don't you? Not just someone who's like passable. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm too old for catfishing. You've never catfished? So my favourite MF Doom song is Rhinestone Cowboy, which is on the Mad Villain album, great which album. is in my top ten of all time. And there's a great, great line where it says, Oh, my aching hands from raking in grands and breaking in mic stands. Yeah. I love that. There's some multi-syllabics right there. So his hands are aching, his hands hurt because he's been raking in loads of money. You can almost picture him yeah. clawing it, all these dollars along yeah. the floor and also breaking in mic stands. So in just what, I don't know, I mean, that's like 11 words. You've got an image of yeah. what he does, what he gets, and how he does it. Yeah, absolutely. Just genius. And it's like the art of writing, isn't it? To like hundred percent. Give someone that visual from just the words that you're saying. Hundred percent. And uh, MF Doom is great at that. I was saying before we when we were talking about MF Doom, I sometimes find it hard to listen to him because he's so technical and he's playing with words so much. He's not, like, with a standard rapper, it's about sort of being smooth and having flow. MF Doom's, like, he has flow, but it's not the flow that you're expecting to hear on the song, and he'll change it up at, at like, a moment's notice just to do something clever. Yeah. So it's almost like... Um, I always find it a bit tiring to listen to him, because <laughs> like, I'm trying to figure out all the stuff he's doing at the same time. <laughs> That's why you have to listen to, like, Mad Villain laying down with some headphones on. Yeah. With your eyes closed. Yeah. It's a lay-in-the-dial headphones situation. Yeah. You can't see anything, you can't smell anything, so that your your ear, your oral sensation, yeah. oral sensation, is heightened. Yeah, it's a, it's some, yeah, some music just works like that, doesn't it? What's, that, what's the one song I'm thinking of? That I just, I like to lie down, it's like 11-minute song, it's a soul, a soul singer. A song? Yeah. Oh, why have I brought it up? I can't remember the name. What? Think of it and I'll cut it in. No worries. It's a famous song as well, I can't remember it. It's not American Pie, is it? I hope it's not. No. I think it'll be fuming. It's a Kanye West song, will it? What song did he song? Why is it? Da, da, da. Where are you gone round to? It's about God and Satan. No I think idea. Nina Simone is. What's it called? Oh. Yeah, Google Kanye Nina Simone song. Cineman. Fucking Cineman. Oh, there you go. 
Yeah. Should we start that again then? Yeah. Yeah, there's some, there's some music that you just like, you need to lay in a dark room and listen to, don't you? I feel that way about Spinner Man and it needed some own song. I think I told Chris about this at work once, actually. Yeah. When I t- what, that he needed to do it. I don't know if he ever did, probably didn't. Um, but Chris Glasson. Chris Glasson. Of Craig Gleason. Craig Gleason of Hardcore Listing semi fame. Um, it's the only semi he's got. Yeah. He's not, he's not a particularly hard man. He's not. I just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Cinema, I just. I like to just put it on and listen to it and like just close my eyes and just take it all in. It's such a such a powerful song. And not just because she says power a million times. It? It's disappointing that I'm not familiar with the song, right? Yeah, have you not heard it? No. I thought you'd have been all over that. I know, right? Well, there you go. That's your, that's your homework for today. I know who Nina Simone is, but I'm not familiar with a I'm lot of her catalogue, mm. sadly. I can't remember what song um, Kanye West uses it for. But yeah, definitely everybody's listening to this. I recommend you you get it up on Spotify or Apple Music, whatever you listen, and put it on YouTube. Just shut your eyes and, and take that song in. There's so much emotion in it. It's, it's absolutely brilliant. What we should probably do then is uh, stop waffling on because these, what, 12 to 14 people that are listening to this are desperate now to go and listen to Nina Simone. Absolutely. And not us. Give them a chance to do that. Yeah. Uh, Cool. Well, uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks (laughs) with our next episode. Um, It's going to be a good one. Uh, thanks for bearing with us through this episode <laughs> about multi-syllabic rhymes. Um, we promise it will get better. Yeah, it's uh, either been in or shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll we'll find out which one it is with any feedback that we get. <laughs> right, peace out, everybody. Words, 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 words.